Hello, this is Saeedul Zaman from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 11th of May. The Supreme Court today said that the Speaker of the Maharashtra Assembly must decide on the issue of the disqualification of Shiv Sena's 16 MLAs, including Chief Minister Eknath Shinde himself. While the court ruling has granted a breather to the Shinde government for now, it has also opened the doors for Shinde's disqualification as Maharashtra Chief Minister. The Supreme Court bench led by Chief Justice Deepak Chandrachud also deemed the trust vote called by former Governor Bhagat Singh Koshyari leading to the resignation of Mahavikas Aghadi government as illegal. The Mahavikas Aghadi government, a Congress, NCP and Shiv Sena alliance was led by Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre. The court clarified that it cannot reverse Thakre's resignation or reinstate him as Chief Minister. The top court also criticized the Election Commission's recognition of the Shinde faction as the legitimate Shiv Sena. stating it interfered with the party's constitution it further highlighted flaws in the handling of disqualification petitions and dismissed the defense of a split as a result of a constitutional amendment the court further referred to a larger bench the question of whether maharashtra assembly speaker rahul narvekar who is himself under investigation can proceed with the disqualification petitions the judgment in the matter is likely to have significant implications for maharashtra's political landscape Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin made a significant reshuffle of portfolios within his Council of Ministers. The Finance and Human Resources Management portfolios, which were earlier under P. Thyagarajan, have been given to Thangam Thanarasu. Rajan has been appointed as the new Minister for Information Technology and Digital Services. The industries portfolio previously held by Thanarasu will now be handled by T.R.B. Raja, a new cabinet minister. P Thyagarajan known for his efforts to revive Tamil Nadu's financial and economic health after the COVID-19 pandemic has been a prominent figure in the Stalin cabinet and a vocal critic of right-wing politics. Meanwhile, Thangam Thanarasu, a five-time MLA and former school education minister, is known for introducing the uniform school system in the state. Governor R.N. Ravi, upon the recommendation of the chief minister, reassigned the Tamil development portfolio from Thanarasu to Information and Publicity Minister M.P. Saminathan. Additionally, Manu Thangaraj, who was the Information Technology Minister, has now been given the portfolio of Milk and Dairy Development after the removal of SM Nasser from the cabinet. There was speculation that Rajan's position was allegedly challenged following the release of two audio clips in which he was heard making critical statements about Chief Minister's son and son-in-law, accusing them of accumulating wealth. Rajan has denied the authenticity of the audio clips and reportedly clarified the situation to Stalin. This reshuffle however is not the first in the Tamil Nadu government. Portfolio changes occurred in March last year and additional changes were made when 10 new ministers were appointed in December. Listeners, the media industry is changing around the world. Many are forced to close due to a failing business model. Some under government pressure and some are acquired by moguls who intend to masquerade propaganda as journalism. The Indian media ecosystem too is under pressure. with news organizations facing legal cases and government scrutiny a new series of reports commentaries and videos will explore these issues help us tell these stories by contributing to the press freedom fund the deadline is 31st of may we are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month in a significant victory for the aam aadmi party led delhi government The Supreme Court ruled today that the Delhi government must have control over bureaucrats and services in the national capital. However, the court specified that the government's control over services does not extend to matters related to public order, police and land. 
the court emphasized that the lieutenant governor will be bound by the aid and advice of the Delhi cabinet in service related matters. The Supreme Court recognized that the Delhi government like other state governments represents a form of representative government and any further expansion of the union's power would be against the constitutional scheme. The court explained that if administrative services are excluded from the legislative and executive domains ministers would be unable to control the civil servants responsible for implementing executive decisions. The court asserted that in a democratic government the elected government must have the real power of administration. The Supreme Court emphasized the significance of collective responsibility and accountability in governance, stating that officers must report to ministers and comply with their directions to maintain the principle. The case arose from a power struggle between the Delhi government and the central government regarding control over administrative services in the national capital. The National Investigation Agency conducted searches in Delhi's Shahin Bagh area as part of its investigation into the Kerala train arson attack case that occurred on 2nd April this year. The NIA took over the case last month and has charged the arrested accused, Shahrukh Saifi, of being highly radicalized. The agency has invoked the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act in the matter on suspicions that the accused was sent to Kerala with the help of handlers and received local assistance. The NIA's actions come after Shahrukh Saifi, who also suffered burn injuries during the attack, was charged with murder under Section 302 of Indian Penal Code by a district session court in Kozhikode. Officials believe that there was a pre-planned conspiracy behind the incident and it was not a single man mission as initially claimed by the accused. The NIA is investigating the larger conspiracy, also looking into interstate linkages, considering Saifi's residence in Shahin Bagh, Delhi, and his arrest in Ratnagiri, Maharashtra. The Kerala train arson attack resulted in the deaths of three passengers, including toddlers, while the attack left nine injured on the Alapuzha Kannur Executive Express train. Saifi had attempted to set the passengers on fire after spraying them with an inflammable liquid. Israel's military conducted an airstrike in Gaza. killing the head of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad's rocket launching force and two other militants the strike targeted an apartment in Khan Yunis following the attack sirens sounded in southern israel as around 10 mortars were fired from gaza no injuries were reported in response to the escalation militants fired 507 rockets and mortars at israel while israel struck 158 pij targets in gaza Since the start of Israel's operation against the PIJ, the death toll in Gaza has reached 25, including 10 civilians, a figure deemed unacceptable by the United Nations. Israel reported that four people, including three children, were killed by rockets falling short in Gaza, although Palestinian sources have not corroborated this. The targeted apartment belonged to Ali Hassan Ghali, also known as Abu Muhammad, the head of the PIJ's missile unit. The PIJ confirmed his death and described it as a treacherous Zionist assassination. The Israel military identified Ghali as a central figure responsible for recent rocket barrages. Militants in Gaza fired around 10 mortars at Israeli communities, but no populated areas were hit. Egypt is working to secure a ceasefire between the two sides, with Palestinian factions seeking an end to targeted assassinations. The current fighting is the most intense since hostilities last August. and tensions remain high in the occupied west bank that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow news laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers we don't run on corporate or government ads you too can be part of changing the news model go to newslaundry.com/subscription be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent for the smoothest news laundry experience download our app Watch our shows, 
listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world. Thank you.